Hello, everyone. Welcome to Richfield Tiger Talk. I'm your host, Dr. DeSantis, and I'm going to transport some information into your minds today with this great podcast on RPS Transportation. Joining me on this podcast is Jill. Jill, why don't you introduce yourself? Hey, everybody. It's Jill Brown, Director of Finance for the District. Hope everybody's doing well today. And for those of you who remember, she's been on the podcast a few times and making his debut here on Richfield Tiger Talk. Billy, introduce yourself. Hi, I'm Billy Gramajo. I'm the transportation coordinator for Richfield Public Schools. And uh, my job is to uh, coordinate all of the transportation pieces um, for the uh, district. Ooh, that's so cool. And welcome to Richfield Tiger Talk. It's the first time uh, you've been on the podcast. How long have you been with the district? It's uh, two years now or reaching two years. Yeah, almost about two years now. It's it's so great. We're so glad to have you. And uh, we're doing this podcast today because uh, if you've been following some of our news and some of the board presentations and some communications, there have been some transportation in initiatives going on in our district. Um, I would say, Jill, you'd say uh, it's been a it's been a good long while since the the district really dug into how to improve transportation. When Billy came aboard, that was kind of one of the initiatives, wouldn't you say? Oh, absolutely. I mean, we took our lead from our board members who asked us to delve into transportation, mm -hmm. find out, you know, why they were seeing buses that were half empty on routes, find out why routes weren't um, always reliable in their timing, um, and, you know, a lot of other challenges that they that they brought into focus. So we took their lead and, and uh, you know, um, did the best that we could to improve the program. So I'll let Billy talk a little bit about uh, the steps that we took so that I don't steal his thunder. Oh, absolutely. So Billy, why don't you tell us about some of these initiatives? Yeah, so one of the things we did is uh, we looked into some of the, uh, the transportation consultants that have um, worked with other districts in looking at their transportation program. So we um, decided to partner with them and they uh, were able to provide some good insight as to what some of the industry standards are and where we could make those uh, efficiencies happen. Particularly, we just uh, our goal is to provide safe and reliable transportation, but um, part of that means meant that we have to look at newer technology out there. Um, one of the things we did was to look into new routing software, and um, that basically means that um, we had to look for new programs, mm -hmm. them all, and find the right one for Richfield. And you know, something, sorry, we wanted something that was more robust, right? That we could customize more mm -hmm. and could communicate out um, more strategically, so that if we had an issue with a bus or a run and a certain tier of busing we could message just those parents instead of a lot of people that didn't, you know, have anything to do with the issue at hand. No, absolutely. And uh, I was actually a little bit a part of the process of looking at all these different software packages. And I just want the public to know there are a lot of them. Mm -hmm. And, you know, a lot of people swear by their, their package that they use and it's great. Uh, what were some of the processes for us to find that package that we, that we ended up going with? Yeah, so we had to look at uh, what the other companies were offering out there. We looked into uh, three different companies. 
There were a few preliminary um, companies that didn't quite make it to the final stages, but um, the last one we ended up choosing was TransFinder. And I think that program has a lot of uh, new innovative features that allows us to kind of get into seeing the details of where is it not working? How can we make this better? The optimization piece to our route is important because if we're running a specific number of students on a specific bus run, um, there, there may be challenges presented where maybe the number of students are too great for the length of the run or the number of stops. And this new program really lets us uh, look into that in detail. Oh, absolutely. And I know our district has a four-tiered busing system, which can be a challenge in terms of timing and, and how things roll out. Um, can you tell us a little bit about that, like why we have a four-tier system and some of the logistical challenges you have to deal with? Yeah, absolutely. When I was looking at this, um, at the system that we have in place and looking at the history on it, it sounds like we used to have a three-tier system and um, it wasn't um, kind of fulfilling the needs of the district. When one of the previous superintendents uh, took a look at this, uh, it sounds like they went from a three-tier system to a four-tier system to allow efficiencies in finances and um, with the bus routes in general. Absolutely. And it's, it's not easy manipulating these runs, especially if someone needs to add a stop, correct? Like correct. this is, a, I remember when I was a kid where I grew up, it was pretty much, you had like the six bus stops and then you just kind of on your own, you had to make sure you, you were able to get there. But today it's more complicated and, you know, just a change in a stop can change routes, right? Melt, not just one route. Yeah, exactly. So uh, some of the hardest obstacles is that, uh, full, that in order to fulfill everyone's needs and their request to add a stop where where their home is, it's it, it tends to be more challenging because now we're extending the time that the bus is on the route, right? Mm -hmm. um, in a four-tier system, we can run buses efficiently by creating more communal stops where it's safe to do so, um, particularly where we have sidewalks. We can definitely create those efficiencies there. Um, cul-de-sacs, getting buses out of cul-de-sacs where they don't need to go into uh, because they're safe is a very um, low-hanging fruit where we can target to improve on the timing for the buses getting to school on time. Absolutely. Now, it's not just planning routes. Like, what are some of your other obstacles you have to overcome in, in running transportation? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I think Ridgefield is a uh, very interesting place because it's uh, looking at it on the map, everything looks flat and nice yeah. <laughs> and uh, navigating from one place to another seems as easy as looking at point A to point B. But really, Ridgefield has a large uh, topography. Um, this year in particular, we're dealing with a lot more uh, traffic coming in from out of town which can be caused by, you know, service trucks, uh, contractors, landscaping trucks trying to get to um, New York or uh, wherever they're being uh, uh, providing a service. But my point is, is that um, there's definitely a lot of challenges in the road work, the amount of road yep. work this year 
has kind of taken off just because it sounds like whether it's infrastructure money or whatever it is, it's uh, definitely working to Richfield's benefit, but it it's definitely a challenging a challenge in riding and rerouting buses, basically. Also, also the, the size of the roads. We have some roads that are very, very narrow, and we have some roads that um, when the road comes to a close, maybe you can't really safely take a left turn with a large bus because of yep. the angle of the turn. So, I mean, first and foremost, we want all of our stops to be safe stops for all students um, and safe for, you know, to, for a vehicle to pass through. Um, so we have to consider a lot of that and we have to right size the vehicle to get to where our kids live. And, and it's a lot of strategic planning, more than you would think. Yeah, and you, you're not just looking at maps. You're getting in your car. You're you're driving these routes. You're oh, measuring how many times things. Have we been in the car so far this year, Philly. Yeah. We've yeah, been on the lot, investigating stops and traffic yeah. and turns, and and mm -hmm. even with the first student, we've gone out in a bus to navigate the size of the road. And I mean, we're whenever we can meet a request or make an accommodation, we absolutely will. Um, but we have to also keep in mind that we're serving an entire district of 4,500 students and families. So um, we have to find a balance. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And uh, speaking of servicing uh, parents and students, I heard something about a deployment of an item called the First View app. What is that? So the First View app is an application provided by First Student allowing bus GPS tracking. So the buses are equipped with GPS uh, boxes that allows us to determine where they are at all times and how far they are from their stop and where they're going to. And uh, particularly going back to the four schedule system, the four tier system, it is uh, beneficial because then we can anticipate which buses are going to be late to what schools or which buses are going to be late to their to pick up their children or drop off their children if it's an afternoon run. Uh, absolutely. I mean, you know, this this week, I know if you've driven through 116 in Ridgefield, they're doing a lot of work on that road. And I, I had to drive between uh, East Ridge Middle School to get to the high school, and it, it took me over 30 minutes. And that, <laughs> that, that's, you know, that's not a far distance, but that's just because they're doing road work and the work. We, we, again, we want them to do that work because we want our infrastructure good, but it's just something you have to consider. Um, the... Now, is this app up and running currently? Do we have access to it yet? So it was launched this past week and um, we had uh, faced a few hurdles with the app and mm -hmm. delaying it was the right thing to do because we were able to provide parents with the most up-to-date information. And um, the other hurdle was that um, it was linked to our previous program Prior to this, now that we have TransFinder, the new routing software, we have been able to link it successfully, and um, we were able to pull the new information based on current data that we have. And um, now, some may have made comments that this these applications have been around for many years. And I've, you know, we've even talked to some parents who might have come from other districts, and they're like, how come it took so long for Ridgefield to get an app like this? in our district. Yeah. Um, in looking into this, it sounds like Ridgefield has had blackout areas where there is very poor signal. So it wasn't um, an option before because then we had uh, some areas where they couldn't 
be helped by the app, right? Yeah. Um, now that we're working off of 5G towers and uh, the 3G towers are all are now obsolete, this uh, has made an improvement mm -hmm. uh, to the app. And um, I think the other part of it is that a lot of families are also, um, they have easier access to Wi-Fi now. So yeah. one of the things I do in, uh, at a, in my district for my kids is that I'm able to see, oh, how far is the uh, bus from my house? And I'm able to kind of coordinate based on that. Uh, the distance of where the bus is allows me to time my um, morning a little bit better so that I can get there uh, to the bus stop on time. And that's something, you know, we in the technology department always caution the parents with here in Ridgefield is Ridgefield does have limited connectivity in some areas. And even though the, the bus can see the GPS, the bus sometimes can't talk to the cell tower to tell us where it is because you're in a part of town that has incredibly poor cell service. And, and we have that situation with just our connected technology where the students will take a Chromebook outside of school and they'll go do something with it. And you know they just have low connectivity. Uh, because it's just, it's just how it works, right? There's just some areas of this town. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm hoping as time moves on, the connectivity, connectivity will expand and this will just be uh, a problem of the past. <laughs> um, and, and of course, once this app is now up and running and, and people can see it and connectivity is good, what are some of the benefits of it? So um, like I mentioned, I, um, in planning our mornings um, as whether a bus is late or early is um, important because now we are able to determine, well, is the bus gonna be extremely late do I have to drive my student in? I hope not, uh, but the app will be able to provide that information. And um, I think being able to be at the bus stop on time will help the bus drivers take the kids in and not cut in, help reduce the amount of time that they cut into the educational time for the kids. Absolutely. And of course, I think it's huge when it's like mid-February. <laughs> Right. And, you know, you want, okay, do I have to wait 10 minutes for the bus or 20 minutes for the bus when it's, when it's really chilly outside? Um, well, this is, this is great. And um, I, I think people need to realize, Billy, the, the, the large task you had at hand in kind of detangling a lot of this. And, and I think uh, the streamlining has, has helped immensely. Um, so uh, thank you for this, for, the, for this work. Absolutely. <laughs> I think he's done a great job. Billy's a, a real asset to the district. We're so happy to have him here. The level of his expertise is is um, pretty impressive. And uh, we're in good hands under Billy's guidance and leadership with regard to transportation. Thank so, you. I mean, it's It's been a lot of fun being able to uh, work in the Richfield district and um, really opening up to seeing what other towns are doing, what other towns are offering. Um, and I think Ridgefield has a little bit of everything that I can uh, help, where I can help make improvements, basically. Oh, that's great. And and I want to tell people that Billy has the coolest collection of maps of this town. Let me tell you. And <laughs> he really, really does. He knows every, like, if you need to know the topography of this one street and, like, the angle of incline, Billy's your guy. So... <laughs> Let's avoid um, Teens Hill. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, thanks for hosting us, Wes. You're the best. Oh, yeah. no, no. You want to know who is the best? It's our amazing audience here 
at Ridgefield Public Schools. And if you're listening to this podcast, I already got you. I need everyone in Ridgefield to listen to Ridgefield Tiger Talk. Remember, we're the number one podcast in Ridgefield. You go into your favorite podcasting app, whether it's Apple or Spotify or whatever, and all you have to do is just type in Ridgefield. Boom, we're the top one that comes up. Just like and subscribe. I want to thank my guests, Jill, uh, Jill and Billy. Thank you so much for taking the time out of your incredibly busy day to talk with us. Our pleasure. Yeah, happy to be here. And I want to thank our wonderful audience for listening. Hey, everyone, this is Dr. D signing off. <laughs>